Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this is my review of Brain FM. And I'd like to give you something to think about. What do you think is the most commonly used biohack in the whole world? Used even by people that don't identify as biohackers. I say that it is emotionally compelling music. So when I was a younger guy, I would hang out with a lot of really urban guys. And I remember they would always play hyper-masculine, hyper-aggressive hip-hop music at just insane volumes in their cars when we were going someplace. And also when I was younger, I would date single mothers and they would always listen to this really sappy, romantic music that would make them feel like someone truly loved them and cared for them. And in Eastern Europe, during the depressing winters, everyone likes to listen to really poppy, upbeat, what I find annoying American pop music to get them through the cold, dark, depressing days there. And me, myself, I'll admit I'm a perpetually awkward gringo on the dance floor and I like to listen to sensual salsa Latin music and sexy reggaeton music. So you don't have to listen hard to hear people listening to music to convince themselves that there's something they're not or to change their mindset. So if music is a tool for hacking mindset, and it's pretty hard to argue that it isn't, what should you be listening to when you're working, when you really want to get into the zone and be productive? Well, this is one of these things that you talk to 10 different people, you're going to get 10 different answers. It, it seems to me that a lot of people over 40 really like to have a television set on in the background at a little bit lower volume, which is just, that's just insane to me. I, I hate this. For other people, it seems like hip hop inspires them to really get into that hustler mindset. I know that works for me from time to time. Some people find that electronica music really energizes them to get things done. Some people kind of prefer that, that background din of a cafe. In fact, you can even download these audio tracks that just play a perpetual cafe background noise because some people really like that. And then uh, there's cognitive psychiatrists that have recommended that classical music is actually one of the very best things for getting us focused. Some of you may even like to listen to my videos and podcasts and you find that that my, my, my gravelly voice in the background inspires you to be a little bit more focused, work a little bit harder, give that extra degree of motivation, which is, which is great to hear. And then there's, of course, a lot of people that also find that listening to nothing at all is most conducive to their level of focus. 
when I really need to get focused and creative, I listen to an app called Brain FM. This is an app for your web browser, for iPhone, and coming soon for Android. In fact, it might be out already for Android at the time that you're watching this. And what it does is it has a artificial intelligence algorithm that generates lyric-free music that is designed to stimulate one mindset or another, a focused mindset, a mindset of relaxation and meditation, or even a mood to put you to sleep. I've tried that out and it, it, it worked quite effectively. However, my concern is really as a focus tool. And I've been using it for about six months now, and it's not quite as potent as, say, oxyracetam or modafinil. But if you try it, and I really hope you do, because it's pretty cool and free, if you try it, I think you'll find that after about 10 to 15 minutes, you're devoting 100% of your attention to the task at hand. It's so effective that I actually paid for a lifetime Brain FM membership. And here's why. As I've discussed elsewhere, I'm an informationaholic. My vice of choice is just binging on information. Left to my own devices, this is kind of what my day would look like. I wake up and first thing upon waking up is all check Twitter to see if anything crazy happened in the world. And then I'll take my nootropics and walk to work while usually listening to Stefan Molyneux's philosophy podcast. And then in the late mornings and early afternoons, I enjoy some audio disaster porn about terrible things happening somewhere in the world. Alex Jones, Infowars.com seems to be a pretty consistent source of this. And then in the afternoons, I really like educational, informational content. So a lot of times I'll listen to like Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Radio. And as the day wanes, I usually like to listen to something that's like a little bit more like uh, feel good and inspirational. So I'll watch like real social dynamics videos or maybe the Art of Charm podcast. And then once I get into the essential hour two period of the day, I'll listen to something that's just a little bit more entertaining and funny, like maybe the Steven Crowder uh, radio show or Joe Rogan podcast. And then before bed on my Kindle in a darkened room, I will read a book for 30 to 60 minutes. And then finally, when I'm done reading, what I'll do is I will listen to like a podcast that I know is really, really not stimulating, like a podcast on some like really boring subject while I fall asleep. Or maybe I'll listen to a podcast on like history, something that's like really not going to be very stimulating. And so left to my own devices, 
notwithstanding time that I'm spending socializing, I've got like maybe like 10, 15, 20 minutes max throughout the day that I'm spending not consuming information. The real problem with all this information consumption is that it prevents me from really getting focused enough to reach a truly productive state. My business requires that I spend about a third of my time doing creative work and all this information consumption pulling my attention all these different directions is going to prevent me from being creative enough to really produce good stuff. Deep work requires persistent focus and attention and while all this information consumption probably makes me a more interesting dinner party guest, this really is an insidiously sneaky bad habit in that what it allows is it allows you to feel like you're really busy and it allows you to in fact be really busy all the time but not actually get the important things done. Probably like yourself, my work is probably about 80% things that are kind of rote tasks, tasks that really don't require 100% of my cognitive horsepower. But then there's a 20% of things that really do require 100% of my focus on the task at hand. And if I'm listening to podcasts, audiobooks, or the news in the background of doing this 20% of things, well, it's just not going to get done. It's going to the quality of this most important work is going to get hit detrimentally by spreading my attention out. And this is why I spent the money on the Brain FM Lifetime membership. The cost of not getting my very best work done and working all the time and feeling busy but not getting the very most important things done, that cost is monumental compared to the cost of the lifetime membership with Brain FM. And having spent the money, I'm going to be way more consistent in using the tool. Some minimalists or low information diet advocates would say, hey man, just turn off all that information all that desire to be informed and up-to-date with the world, is it really doing you that much good? Well, if you read biographies of really successful people, people that, that really change the world for the better in a significant way, uh, a commonality is that they, they were informationaholics, that they read tons of books, or they read a newspaper or three, a day and so I really do think that it pays off to be more informed about the world so what I want is I want to be within like the top five percent of most informed people I want all those advantages but without any of the disadvantages without any of the significant downsides of excessive information consumption which would be fractured attention chronic stress, a uh, rigid autonomic 
nervous system, heightened cortisol levels, which are going to manifest in a bunch of really undesirable negative things in your health, right? Sometimes I listen to these conservative radio hosts who are so fat and so angry at the world. And I think, wow, here is a guy who is over-consuming, binging on information, and who doesn't have the healthy mindset habits to digest all of that information. So me personally, if I didn't do meditation, brain training, tantric self-cultivation, if I didn't use adaptogenic herbs, if I didn't get therapeutic massages, if I didn't have all of these healthy mindset habits in place that I was practicing consistently and quantifying using my coach.me app, I would dial way down the amount of information consumption that I'm doing. One feature I really like is that BrainFM has four different settings for the uh, length of the listening session, which are 30 minutes, one hour, two hours, and infinite. And these work as nice arbitrary time limits for projects. You've probably heard this, this really classic life hack, and it's one of the best life hacks, which is that if you want to get something done faster, then decrease the amount of time that you give yourself to get that project done and surprise surprise the amount of labor that it takes will expand or contract based upon the time window that you give yourself so let's say i have a project that's like a nine i I estimate it's like approximately a 90 minute project and if i let myself get distracted by twitter youtube or figuring out where i'm gonna eat dinner that night a 90 minute project can get often to be honest it can it can expand to take up an entire like afternoon or sometimes even hate to admit it a whole working day i'll spend on something that i really should be able to easily get done within 90 minutes but i find that if i go into a one hour focus fm session a lot of times i can get that 90 minute project knocked out talk about a talk about a life hack those of you who like to use the pomodoro technique will really be able to appreciate the utility in this so i'll suggest that you make the brain fm app which is like brain fm backslash app something like that i'll put the specific url underneath this i'll suggest that you make that your browser homepage. And what is, what is your browser homepage now? It's probably not something that's helping your productivity or your mindset a whole lot. Maybe it's the Google homepage with that search box that's just tempting you to do a search for whatever's on your mind, whatever you're curious about at the moment. Maybe it's your Gmail inbox just filled up with hundreds of messages and demands of your time and attention and cognition. Maybe it's links to social media sites that are just brimming with flashing, popping up notifications. Maybe it's the uh, YouTube homepage, which is curated with hundreds of videos specifically for you, specifically based upon what their algorithm knows, turns you on, of all these viral videos that are so cleverly going to 
pull your attention in, in the direction that they want it to go into. Or maybe worst of all, maybe your homepage is like the Yahoo homepage, which is just this feed of news and crazy things that are happening throughout the world. So I do a challenge here. Do this for just a week. Do this for just a week. Let me know if this doesn't really help quite a bit. Make your home page the Brain FM app. So as soon as you get on your, your computer and open up a web browser, which is usually the first thing you do when you're starting work, you're getting pulled right into a distraction-free Brain FM session. One downside I noticed is that it's pretty bandwidth intensive. And when I was in countries or cities that have really spotty Wi-Fi, I, it just didn't work that great. So my, my hack, the way that I got around this, is I recorded a 30-minute session of it, and then I just downloaded that session and converted it into an MP3 file. And so if I'm, let's say I'm on a train and I don't have data coverage, or I'm in, yeah, country where they don't believe in Wi-Fi, which, <laughs> which, which seems like some of the countries I go to, then I'll just listen to that 30-minute track, and it has pretty much the same effect, which about Brain FM. What seems to work really well, this is how I've really been getting into the zone lately, is I will use Brain FM after my first state reset of the day. So that's usually either meditation or brain training that I do after lunch. And that has been really, that has been really excellent for helping me to launch into a second half of the day that is as productive as the first. So what I've done actually, you've noticed this video is, has another 30 minutes to go. I have added 30 minutes of the Brain FM focus track to the end of this video. So just go ahead and pick out a, a project, pick out something that requires 100% of your attention and get to work on that right now. <laughs> get to work, what are you waiting on? And listen to this.